Limitless. Something that is without set lines or boundaries. Something without. Hey guys, welcome to the Empowered Project Podcast. My name is Jonathan. If this is your first time listening, guys, I want to thank you for tuning into the show. Okay. If you are a repeat offender, guys, I want to welcome you back. I'm so thankful that you came back. Hopefully you found value in something that we've done. And if you did find value in anything that we discussed, please do me a huge favor and share the podcast with someone in your sphere of influence. Okay. The best way for this stuff to get out to people is for you to share it with them. Also, if you would take 30 seconds and write me a five-star review. All right. The reviews mean a ton to me personally. Knowing that what I'm saying is making an impact in people's lives in a meaningful way is really, really huge to me. I honestly try to take a moment every few days and go through the reviews and read the reviews to see that that value is being added. So please, please, please take the second and write a review. If you've already written a five-star review, I want to say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart, seriously. And if you haven't, what are you waiting for? Please go do that for me. Thanks so much. Now let's get into the show. Promise. Your word. Resolutions. Friends, the world today has a problem. There are too many people out there who don't honor their own word, their promises or their resolutions. And when that happens, those things that should be unbreakable become fragile. Let me be clear. Throughout my adult life, it has surprised me how uncommon it is for people to keep their word, keep their promises, or keep their resolutions. When folks break promises, it breaks the trust between people. It teaches our children to not even ask things because dad or mom aren't going to follow through. And it teaches us, it teaches within ourselves that nothing in life is binding. Finding people who will honor their word, promises, and resolutions is increasingly rare. In fact, people are often pleasantly surprised when you follow through with what you say because they aren't used to it. Want to find more success in your relationships, your business, your home life? There's this one simple thing that you can do, but it's not easy. You stick to your word. You stick to your promises and you stick to your resolutions no matter what. Far too often, the world around us is looking for ways to avoid and even get out of sticking to their word or keeping their promises or honoring their vows, their resolutions. For you and I, you and I, let's choose to be different than the world. How many times have we done this through the years? I know I'm guilty. How many times? Put this in your own lens. I promise, sweetie, tomorrow I'll play tea party with you. Then when tomorrow rolls around, we're too busy. What does that teach your daughter? Because every single moment, they are learning. Dad, do you want to play a game with us? Oh, not today, buddy. I've got a lot of work to do. And then you never come back to it. What did that show your son about their value compared to your work? Do you take her to be your wife, to have and to hold? For better, for worse, in sickness and in health. To love, honor, and cherish till death do you part. I do. Only to divorce when things get tough. I'm sure that last one's probably going to piss some people off. How about resolutions? I resolve that for this year, I'm going to start training and lose 20 pounds. 
only for the year to roll around and you still have the 20 pounds plus some. I resolve to spend more time with my wife and stop bringing work home only to continue checking emails on your phone well into the night. Listen, guys, I know that in every moment there can be extenuating circumstances, but are your promises real? Or are they just lip service? Does your word carry weight? Do your commitments to yourself and others hold sway over the difficulties and challenges or storms of life? Since 2001, I've been married to my wife, Heather. Since 2001, I've had to make a decision every day to honor my promise. Since 2001, many of those days, weeks and years, have been very, very easy to honor my word, those vows and promises. Very easy. However, in contrast, some of those times have been the toughest fights in my soul. The metal of a man or woman is defined not by what they do when life is easy, but rather what they do when life gets really fucking hard. How do you respond? If we give our emotions power over our will, then we will surely cave in on our word. Because make, make, make no mistake, guys. Make no mistake, friends. Life is going to get tough at some points. That real life shit is going to hit you square in the face and you're going to have to make real life decisions. Two men build houses. One builds on bedrock, the other builds on sand. When the storm comes, whose house falls and whose house stands? What or whom is your foundation built on? Do you even have a foundation? Is it, is it on what others think? Sand. Is it on what you feel? Sand. Is it on a diagnosis? and sand. Who are you? This has to be bedrock in your life, not your titles. I'm dad, I'm CEO, I'm mom, I'm whatever. Who are you deep down in your core? After my time as a police officer, Heather and I had really tough times, <laughs> even until recently. I had become a different person after the police work. And I'd let my identity, who I chose to be, I'd let that identity become an ex-cop diagnosed with PTSD, depressed, who was occasionally suicidal. And I grabbed a hold of that identity with both freaking hands because it, that identity, it had power. It allowed me all kinds of room to do and then blame. But here's the truth. That is not who I am. That is not who I've been created to be. That is not who I've been called to be. I've been called to more. Some of you heard that part about identifying with my diagnosis and you completely related to it. Let me encourage you right now in this moment. Don't just relate to that part. Relate to the other part as well. The part I said after that, that is not who I am. That is not who I've been created to be. That is not who I've been called to be. I've been called to more. <laughs> From 2010 to 2017, it was a wide range of intermittent brokenness. Folks, I ran the gauntlet back and forth. I was angry or sad or completely out of control, all the way putting on a face around the public and hiding 
behind my identity that I claimed as my own because of a diagnosis, because of who I believed I was, and an identity that gave me comfort, which sounds insane, but it did. It gave me comfort because it was familiar and it gave me power. In the early years of that time range that I just gave you, I was both violent and suicidal because I didn't yet know how to process or handle the trauma I'd been through. I didn't have the tools necessary and I had not fully healed from the wounds, both physically and mentally. And it breaks my heart. It crushes me. It is, it, it, it is, it is deep sadness down in my soul that during that time, I created trauma in my wife and kids that I don't even remember sometimes. <laughs> most of the time. In fact, I had to find out from Heather years later, and she since told me that I, I would become so violent during those times that she was afraid for her life and for the lives of my kids, and that she would barricade herself in a room with our children to escape me. She said that she would call family and friends to help. Guys, I don't remember any of that. I don't remember of it, of it even helping. At some point during that process, I finally thought, saw a therapist and she helped me to see what I had to do as the first step. And this was just the first step. And it was during that time that I was forced out of necessity to formulate a, a curriculum that I followed in my own head just to survive. <laughs> I think I, I affectionately called those techniques that I implemented my essentials for living. It felt good to give it a title. And, oh man, about a year, year and a half ago, eventually, I'd actually take that curriculum that had been rattling around in my head and I'd write it down and I'd make my own curriculum to share and I'd share it through the Empowered Project, guys. And this is the podcast for that. At the time, at that time, though, when I, when I began to implement that stuff, it really didn't make me any easier to be around. Um, <laughs> it didn't make me any easier to be around necessarily, but it, it did give me the right tools to battle PTSD and depression when I'd have a quote-unquote flare-up, for lack of better words. I lived, <laughs> for, for so many years, I lived on just the survival part of the curriculum. I did that for years and years, and I never, I never realized that the identity I'd chosen, big words there, chosen, all right, was it, that that was what was keeping me from life to the fullest. And interestingly, you know, recently I, I came across recently I came across this. Interestingly, to the ignorant or the people that just don't understand PTSD and the symptoms that come from it can sometimes look like abuse, like, a, like a, a cycle of abuse. And it could be classified as such if those looking in from the outside don't know any better. They don't know what they're looking at. The bad part is, though, that the mislabeling of somebody that has that PTSD diagnosis as a legit diagnosis, it can often make the symptoms worse. Because when you aren't symptomatic of your PTSD, you're absolutely not abusive. In fact, you're, you're generally the other end of that spectrum. And I can tell you from experience that being labeled something that you're not is a very, very depressing thing, especially when you have no memory or need uh, for that control like an abuser. And somehow through that entire time frame, miraculously, Heather honored her promises made to me and to God. For better, for worse, for richer, for poor, 
in sickness and health, to love, honor, and cherish till death do us part. However, that time took a great toll on us. Huge. However, that is not who I am. That is not who I've been created to be. That is not who I've been called to be. I've been called to more. And like me, you have a choice. Who are you? In 2015, this is just a few years back at the time of this recording. In 2015, I had a, a rock bottom moment. And uh, I, I quickly went down like a, a, we'll call it a rabbit hole. We went, I went down the rabbit hole of darkness and depression. And my first thought during that time was that the world would be better without me because I keep hurting the people I love the most. And specifically, I keep hurting the one person in the whole world that I made vows and promises and have given my word to. And so the question you have in that moment is, does your word have weight? Does it mean something? And if it does, then you have to stand by it no matter the storm. If not, then choose to be stronger. We have to choose. I made a choice in that moment. I made a choice in that moment of darkness with the help of a, of a, of a very, very influential mentor in my life. Um, who, who was in Vietnam. Uh, he, he's been shot. He's been stabbed. He's been, he's been left for dead. This, this man understood some of the pain I'd gone through, some of the, some of the PTSD and the dysfunction. He understood that. He understood my past, where I was, and he also understood where I was called to be. And he put some pressure on me. And he pointed at the truth. And in that place, I chose to be stronger than that darkness I was wrestling. I chose to not be afraid to face the fear. That's the fear paradox. You choose to face it. You must choose. Guys, you must face that which you are afraid of and see through the lens of truth. You are stronger if you will just choose to be. About a year and a half ago, at the time of this recording, Heather and I sat down in a counseling session with a man I'll call Doc. And in that session, my identity changed. Now, this all relates, guys, to promises. This all relates to vows. So pay attention, okay? We sat down in that session, and my identity changed. I finally saw that the PTSD I had, I had been using. It was something I'd leaned on for my choices for years. I saw the excuses that I'd used because of that. I saw the trauma that I experienced because of that. And then I saw the healing that I'd already had because of that, but I was choosing not to appropriate my own life. I recently, <laughs> I feel like I'm all over the place, but just, just bear with me. I recently heard Tony Robbins um, tell an audience, you know, I mean, this is probably hundreds of thousands of people, right? He, he told an audience that the skin on your hands is completely replaced every two months. And that just blew my hair back. I thought that's really freaking cool. Every two months, all of the skin on my hand is brand new. So if you can imagine a cut or a scar or something you have on your hands, it's as healed as it's ever going to get after two years. He went on to say that every atom in the body was replaced about every two years. Now, that is something to think about. So, relating to myself, and you can relate this to you, my physical trauma that I experienced was as healed as it was going to be about six years ago. All those atoms have been replaced. 
the only way that I was able to still be in, quote unquote, in that trauma was by giving it power in my own mind to repeat, to repeat and replay without resolution or closure. Repeat or replay without resolution or closure. <laughs> and then Doc asked me this simple set of questions. And you guys have heard me say this before. Um, it's my disclaimer, and I'll say it again. You guys know I am not shy about my faith. Um, I'm not going to push it on you guys, but I'm not shy about it. And this is my experience. Um, it's not something that I will say is, um, is uh, uh, theoretical. For me, it's experiential. Okay, so it's what I've experienced. But Doc asked me this simple set of questions, and he said, Jonathan, are you a Christian? And I said, yes. And he said, then why are you choosing your flesh over the new creation that God says you are in the Bible? In Christ, the old man is gone and the new has come. The old flesh has died and the new man is here. Freaking doc, man, using my own belief system and my own beliefs to open my eyes. And it wrecked me. It rocked my world. And in that moment, in that moment, I chose to change. Now, listen, changing is not, it is absolutely not easy. When you are changing who or what you have believed you were for years, but in that moment, and here's, here's how it happened, guys. In that moment, I realized that the man I was in that place at that time, year and a half ago, the man I was, was not who I promised my wife I'd be. In that moment, I realized that the man I was and I was becoming would not honor his word to his children. I recognized that the man I was becoming was all about me. In that moment, I chose to believe that who I am is who God said I am. And that's a new man. I don't have to choose those old wounds. And then I chose. I chose to become that man, that new man, instead of the other guy. Because... The vows I made and the promises I made and the word I gave mean something. Who are you? What does your word stand for? If you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. Your word is what you stand by. Your word is the beginning of your character and the first line of your integrity. If you say one thing and you do another, <laughs> man, people aren't stupid. You will very quickly be viewed by those around you as weak, having morals that can be bent, commitments that are just words, ill-prepared, gullible, and swayed by whatever wind comes your way. I choose to be strong. That is who I've been called to be. Who are you? for myself and for my family, for those I love. My promises are going to mean something. I'm going to stand behind them. My word means something and my vows are going to mean something. I choose that. In my life, 
I want those around me to always know that I will be true to my word to the best of my ability. My word won't change just because you're a family or you are just a friend or you are an enemy. My word is my word. And because this is such a big deal to me, it's a quality that I look for in those whom I want to associate with personally and in business. Guys, who will you choose to be? Will your word be your word? There was a time, there was a time, <laughs> and, it, and honestly, if you look at it, it wasn't that long ago where a handshake was the contract. <laughs> now, in today's day and age, I don't, think, I don't think we'll ever get back to the handshake as the bond, but I do believe that you and I can make positive change in the world just by honoring our word, by sticking to it. We stick to our promises. We stick to our resolutions. When we make something as a promise or as a resolution or as a vow, as our word, we do it. The end. There is no option for failure. My encouragement, and I'm going to leave you with this, my encouragement to you is to make every effort to make your yes, yes, and your no, no, and to exercise both of those things liberally in your life. Say yes a lot, but also say no a lot. Promises, your word, and your resolutions, your vows. Guys, thank you so much for listening. If you found value in what we talked about today, please share this podcast with somebody. Better yet, post the link to your social media account so that even more people can hear it. If you're feeling extra awesome, and I hope some of you are, take the time. I, it means a ton to me. I, I know it means a, a ton to the other people on the team when we, when we get to read some of the reviews and the, uh, and the uh, life change that's happening. We, we want to see those things. So if you're feeling extra awesome, write us a five-star review in iTunes or whatever platform you're listening on. If this podcast helps you, in any way, please consider supporting the podcast financially. I know, I know it's a lot to ask for folks, but if you can, it would be great. The link to do that is in the notes section of this podcast, or you can just go to our website, guys. It's, it's www.theempoweredprojectalloneword.com. Thanks again. I'll talk to you next time. Limitless, something that is without set lines or boundaries.